Hello Sharks. Before we get started with today's video, I just wanted to let you know that I am continuously adding lots and lots of content to my tournament masterclass in PokerCoaching.com, including hands from all of the big tournaments I play, including the $50,000 buy-in U.S. Poker Open Tournament I recently took fourth place in. To, to check out all those hands and to see how I battled against many of the best players in the world, head over to PokerCoaching.com USPO right now. Okay, let's get to the video. Hello, Sharks. My name is Jonathan Little. We're here today with another episode of Weekly Poker Hand featuring the poker video blogger, Wolfgang Poker. You can follow him on YouTube at youtube.com slash Alexander Wolfgang Poker. If that's too long for you to write, we'll have a link in the description. Make sure you go and check him out. He plays mostly live cash games in Las Vegas. And today he's playing a 1-3 game at Caesars Palace, which by the way, I think may be one of the best places to play poker if you want to grind out cash games because a lot of the time the best pros are going to go play at places that have a little bit more traffic to the poker area. Places like Aria, Bellagio, Venetian, Wynn, places like that. Whereas the places that are like, you know, they're kind of known for poker, but not really. Um, those usually attract just a generally more recreational crowd. So places like Caesars, Bally's, MGM, these are all places where if I had to move to Vegas today with like $5,000 to my name and go try to grind it out, you can be very confident that is where I would be. I have no clue what situation Wolfgang Poker's in in life, but I bet he's going to clean up in these games if he has any clue how to play poker. Let's take a look. The next hand is definitely the hand of this session. Drop a like on this video when you realize why it is. Drop a like in this video below. Click the like, click subscribe. Also, go like and subscribe Wolfgang's page too. This hand is out of control. All right, let's Look down see. at king-queen offsuit with around 530 in our stack. We're under the gun. I raise it up to $11 here, which is pretty standard, and the button puts in the call. The button's name is Brandon, and he follows our TikTok page. We just met him today. What is a TikTok page? Is that a new dating app? All these kids, always on the dating apps. He's a great guy, and you'll see why. Everybody else puts in the fold. We're going heads up, out of position to the flop. Flop of $26 in the pot is a great one for us. It comes queen, 4-4. Four, four. It's unlikely his button calling range here is going to have too many fours, although he probably does have more fours in his range than we do from the under-the-gun opening position. I start with a check here for deception. Brandon. We check for deception. And look, in reality, I, I get the vibe that people like to battle whenever they are talking to each other on these social dating sites like TikTok. So given they like to battle with each other, I think you probably just want to generally be aggressive. That said, if your opponent presumes you're going to be generally aggressive, then what does it mean when you check? Probably means you have the nuts, right? So you always want to ask, how will my opponent perceive my action? And in this scenario, I would expect the under the gun opener to continuation bat more often than they should from a GTO point of view, for sure. And whenever I am battling with someone and they all of a sudden decide to not bet, alarm bells would be going off in my head. That said, I think checking's fine. I have no problem with checking. Um, but if, if we have a battling dynamic with our opponent, I would just generally bet with my best hands. Because if they raise, great. If they call, great, right? Whereas if you check, maybe alarm bells go off, or they just decide to take a passive line with pocket tens or something like that, which would be a disaster. Ted and I were doing a little table talk before this hand in a previous one, so I started with a check here, just looking to play this hand tricky. Brandon checks it behind, which is not what we wanted to see. And it's not what you want to see at all. And this is the problem with checking, is that when you check, 
unless you have a good reason for your opponent who you've been battling with to think that you're a pushover, he's just not going to bet, right? So just bet. We're going off to a turn. I know Expose the King of Hearts. I never do this. Don't roast me in the comments. This is all for fun. This is the guy who watches my TikToks, and I want to have some fun with him. I show the King of Hearts here, and the turn comes the Three of Hearts. You show me your TikTok, I'll show you mine. Um, this Is this like a new thing that people do in poker all the time? We reviewed a hand the other day from, a, what was it called? Raising the Nuts, right? Where they decided to show their cards too. Um... I would generally recommend you not show your cards because when you show your cards, why would you show a king of hearts? Are you trying to show you're weak? If you're weak and you announce I'm weak, that doesn't do you any good, right? Like in this scenario, by showing the card, you're essentially, I have to presume unless you're doing this all the time, trying to induce action. So if you're trying to induce action, what must you have? You must have king-king, king-queen, or king-four. Which you don't have king-four, right? Because king-four of hearts is not available. So you must have king-king or king-queen, right? What else could you have unless you're just like legitimately insane? And to be fair, maybe Wolfgang Poker is insane. I'm not sure. But mm, I'm not so sure about this. I'm not so sure about this. Imagine if you did have king-jack. Would you ever show the king and then run a bluff? That'd be ridiculous. Weird spot, I don't know. Whenever someone does this, what do you think about their range? Let me know in the comment section because really I am clueless. All right, we get a cool card, three of hearts, after showing the king of hearts. So I guess we could have some flush draws. What would you do in this scenario with the king queen? Take a second, think about what you would do, and I want you to write it in the comment section below. Commit to an answer. Going through this active learning process will go a long way to helping you improve your skills, and I wanna be sure you all are playing the best poker you possibly can. So. What would you do in this spot? Would you check? Would you bet small, like $10? Bet big, like $20? Or bet gigantic, like $40? Pause the video and write what you would do in the comment section below. All right. I mean, <laughs> if we think showing the king of hearts is gonna make our opponent think we're weak, I suppose we should be betting, right? We have a flush draw represented with the King of Hearts. So I think we just want to bet big. Bet like, I would bet bigger than I normally would. I think normally I'd bet something like $15 here, $20 in this scenario. Um, in this spot, I could actually get behind a big bet of 40. I think a big bet of 40 would be pretty sweet. Um, again, I, I'm not the most experienced playing with one of my cards face up, to be fair. So I'm not exactly sure how these leveling wars go, but... I think a big bet's quite good, either 20 or 40. Because if your opponent's sitting here with a pair, they're like, oh, you have king high. I'm gonna call my pair, right? If that's what you think they're gonna think, then just bet big and get all the money in the pot, right? Pray a heart doesn't come, because then you can blast the river and hopefully get a get a call from pocket twos as well. Interesting situation here, but now we need- It is worth noting, did we show the king of hearts before the three came or after the three came? I show the king of hearts here and- I think it was before the three came. If it was after, I guess we're representing that a little bit better. But even then, like, why would you tell your opponent you have a flush draw? It's just like so clear you have king, queen, or kings, right? Need to get some value. I bet $11. All right, so in this scenario, when determining your bet size, you want to ask, what am I trying to accomplish, right? I turned over the king, which kind of announces I have a weak hand. Unless that's what I'm trying to announce, right? You're not trying to announce you have a strong hand, right? So if you announce you have a weak hand, 
wouldn't you just want to bet bigger to try to induce a fold? Again, I'm not the best at playing with one card face up. I'm going to presume Wolfgang Poker knows this spot better than I do. So, um, all right, sure, 11. I mean, 11 is going to get a whole lot of calls, right? Especially from like ace high, flush draws, etc. Brandon puts in the call here after seeing my king of hearts, and we're off to the river. River comes a queen of diamonds, which is an absolute gin card. We're not losing to too many hands here. Obviously, with a boat, we're only pretty much losing to pocket fours here. And I bet out for $35. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> I like a big bet. Seems like a pretty good spot to go for a large size. You're trying to get called by under pairs, ace high, right? Again, it's kind of a silly spot where you've announced you have king, queen, or kings in my mind. So if you've announced you had king, queen, or kings in your mind, um, like, I mean, what what's going on, right? Like, <laughs> if you have the king, queen, or kings, how much should you bet? I don't know. I guess a decent amount, a reasonable amount. Um, so whatever. This is fine. I think we are going to get called by pairs, especially if you have a battling dynamic with your opponent, and they've seen you do this with garbage multiple times, which I'm going to presume must be the case. So in this scenario, if you are in the opponent's shoes, what should you do if you have a queen? Well, you want a size such that you can get called by pocket kings, right? Uh, what would you do if you have a four? You should probably just call, right? Not that you have very many fours. If you do have a four, you should probably just call. What should you do if you have ace high? It's call, right? Or fold, right? What should you do if you have, like, pocket jacks? It's probably a call, but again, just, like, not a great spot, right? So with all your bluff catchers, which is essentially any hand worse than a queen you should call, if you have a queen, should you even raise? I mean, I guess you should. You're probably supposed to raise small. If you have um, quads, how much should you raise? Ooh, quads would be a fun one. How much should you raise with quads? Hmm. <laughs> probably still just minimum, because king-queen may still just rip it in, and kings may fold to a shove. In this scenario, I do think the opponent probably either wants to shove or bet, uh, raise small, but I don't think you want to shove anything here because if you shove anything, like, what's going to call you? Just a queen, right? Because remember, we know the king of hearts is here, so, like, will pocket kings call a shove? Not unless, he, not unless you think he's insane. This is actually a pretty cool spot where I, I could get behind making a big shove here with the nuts because when you have the nuts and Wolfgang thinks you're battling with him, maybe Wolfgang, in turn, calls off with a few bluff catchers like pocket kings. So I could get behind shoving from the opponent if he has the quads. Or even the queen, maybe. Brandon snap goes all in for around $500 here, which is definitely strange. Ooh, ooh. Do we find a fold as Wolfgang the hero knit? Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. That only makes sense to shove with fours or a queen, right? Because in this scenario, if you shove any worse hand, what's a worse hand? Uh, a four, right? If you shove a four, then... What's going to call you, right? I mean, maybe the king-queen, a king-king decides to call you, but obviously Wolfgang could easily have the king-queen. That's the thing. It's like Wolfgang could just easily have king-queen here, right? Raised under the early position, check the flop, bet kind of big on the turn, and then bet the river, right? It's easy for him to have king-queen. So it'd be pretty insane for the opponent to raise with anything here besides quads or um, a queen, I think. I don't think he ever has any bluffs. Barely, rarely has any bluffs. Whatever, you got a call here. I mean, yeah, you, you lose to the quads, but such is life. He could have quads. Wow. There really aren't that many combinations of random queens, right? All right? Weird spot. I'm never folding, but it sure does suck. Most likely he's doing this with any queen in his hand, just looking to put pressure on my queens. And, uh... Mmm, I don't... I kind of disagree with put pressure on your queens. Your opponent never presumes you're going to fold a queen here, right? Because there's only one combination you lose to. 4-4, four, four, right? Um, and, and it's kind of easy for you to have pocket kings here, I think. Or just, like, random ace high. 
like ace, ace of hearts, king of hearts, right? I'm just trying to come up with any reasonable hand that could have a king. You have king, king a lot of the time. So if you have king, king a lot of the time, would he shove? Only if he thinks you're going to find a hero call. These leveling spots are weird. I don't know. I never find myself involved in these. <laughs> it's way easier when you can see the opponent's cards, right? But if, if you did have king, king here, and he's sitting here with the queen, how much would he want to make it? I mean, if he thinks you're going to call all the money, he wants to make it all the money. If he thinks you're not going to call all the money, he wants to be bluffing all in a lot of the time. Forcing me off a chop here, but that's not what's going to happen here. It's interesting. Whenever you have a battle and dynamic with, the, with an opponent, don't fold out full houses. Good full houses. I think that I still have the king of hearts exposed here. If you have king, queen, not today, I can you deserve my money. Excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> Um, it's very easy to have the king queen here. Again, I don't know who Brandon is. Probably gonna don't don't be offended. I'm just trying to give feedback to everyone here. Uh, whenever you bet, whenever someone bets, and then you announce if you have king queen, you deserve my money. Unless you are just blatantly lying, uh, that's not good because then if he does have king queen, he is never gonna make the hero fold, right? I'm trying to think. What would you say that with? You have a four. My, don't shove a four because he's only going to call the queen, right? Unless you think he's going to find a hero called king, king. Or ace high, which I don't think is going to happen. Uh, maybe you could have like three pocket threes, three, three. If you have pocket threes, you would never shove because if he's sitting here with the queen, he's never going to fold, right? So I don't, assuming he's not lying to us, I do not like the all-in with any hand worse than a queen. I, I don't like that at all. Guess I only like saying that if you have pocket fours. Maybe, but even then, like, <laughs> maybe that's a sick level to try to get him off the king queen it seems like they don't they don't have that dynamic where like they're lying to each other but hey maybe they do snap him off i say i do i show the queen of spades and he shows pocket threes so we're gonna scoop that huge pot here over a thousand dollars in it with a boat boat over boat is that a cooler do i need to get on my jacket is it cold in here no that's not cool um pocket three should have called on the river I think, if you think there's that he's playing like honestly, like even in this scenario, imagine he doesn't show over, turn over the king queen, the king pre, the king on the turn. If he bets turn and bets river, you just have an easy call with the pocket threes here. There is no merit in raising whatsoever because what is going to call you? Well, a queen or a four, and that's it. Unless you think he thinks you're insane. So that's gonna be it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. If you did. Drop me a like, drop me a comment, drop me a, what, what else can you drop me? Drop me a TikTok. Drop me a TikTok. Have a great day. Thank you for being here. And I'll talk to you next time. Hello there. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You want me to let you in on one little secret to take your poker skills to the next level? All you have to do is click the subscribe button right here. Go ahead. Oh. Very nice.